Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Spoiler Force Podcast. You can find all episodes on any podcasting platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and watch episodes on YouTube. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and make sure to follow Spoiler Force on all social media platforms at Spoiler Force Podcast. Before we begin this episode, I want to thank the Spoiler Force patrons for their patronage. Thank you to Mong Her, Orion Vang, Lorsu Yang, and Yilang Lee. Thank you guys for the support. This is Mark Witten. This is Adam MacArthur. This is Ann Yatko. Hey everybody, this is Michael Yurchak. This is Erica Harlicker. This is Daquan Wilshire. This is Rico Fajardo, and you're watching. And you're listening to Spoiler Force Podcast. Set your heart ablaze. All right, so this is episode 124 of Spoiler Force Podcast. My name is Ricky, and thank you for tuning in. So this week's episode is based on the Fan Expo Dallas 2022 experience. I have my cousins Bobby and Michael with me on this episode. Uh, they were there with me for press. So I, I want to thank Dana uh, from the Fan Expo crew or the press lead um, that was doing this, that organized the uh, press badges and and all the people who went there as press as podcasters or, or writers or whatnot uh thank you dana for this opportunity um i i had a blast we all had a blast for our first time doing press at this convention and uh yeah i, I cannot wait till next year to do this again so um shout out a big shout out to dana thank you again um but yeah man you know so we'll, we'll start off with uh just our overall thoughts on the fan expo convention um I'll, I'll go first. I'll give my thoughts first. Um, since I went all, basically, we all went, we, we, we went day two and three, but then I, I was the only one that were day one. So uh, for day one, um, it was pretty good. It was very steady. It was, it's just overall, like this event was very organized. Um, that's, that's the first thing I want to applaud. Like I have not been to a con where it was as organized as this in a while. So um, big props to them. I love the venue. What, what was the uh, the K Bailey, right? That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. That's a great, great venue for a convention. Awesome so venue. yeah, any any future conventions that are planning to have like big guests or draw a big crowd, just book this venue. <laughs> it's it's so much easier with the floor planning. There, there's so much you can do in there. Um, a lot of and, space for sure. It's yeah. Very big, very big. And, and parking, there's a lot of parking. So like that, it's good. I think it's it was just, big enough to. They had another convention, like a weightlifting or muscle. Yes. There too. So. Yeah, they had, they had another thing going on. So it's, it's big enough for everyone. It's just the only thing. I, the only thing I say that what that did suck was traffic. Traffic was hell. Tra- traffic I, and parking. I, yeah. <laughs> parking. That's yeah. I hate like the that traffic. at most venues like that, especially in downtown. Dallas. So yeah, but that, that's the only complaint I have. Other than that, this Fan Expo Dallas was freaking amazing. I loved it. Um, Bobby, we'll start with you. What did you think of the uh, event? Well, being that, like you said, it was both all three of ours first time. Uh, I wasn't really too sure what to expect. Like I said, we, we knew the guests that were coming, um, and going off of what you were just telling us on Friday, your Friday experience, I was really excited. Like. Uh, we were comparing it to other uh, conventions and you're like, no, this one's a lot bigger, a lot spacious, uh, more room to roam around. You're not shoulder to shoulder with people. Um, and even at that, like the the guests and art alley, just everything in general, just a lot of space. You're able to walk and not feel claustrophobic, not nudge, uh, nudge next to each other. 
Um, I was definitely excited for all the artists that were there. Uh, I really enjoyed I w the one banner I wish I went to is the Jim Lee one. But I mean, just seeing his artwork and seeing it in person and everything like that, it was amazing. I mean, and in general, just all of the artwork in general was amazing uh, to be around to see. Um, on top of that, uh, same with the uh, the artist out of the, uh, what was it? The, well, what was it? I guess that was the artist alley too, where they had all the, the artists' work too, I guess you can say. Just it wasn't, yeah, just that was all comic. part of like artist the artist alley. Like, hey, artist alley like yeah. the guys who did the last Ronin art, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was amazing. Oh, just yeah. seeing them just there drawing nonchalant, just little scribbles, and it just came out so amazing in front of you. It was just, I think that was probably meeting, seeing Jim Lee and then his artwork, and then the last Ronin artist uh, doing it in person. I think those are two probably the, the big highlights for me. Uh, on top of just seeing all the guests there too and everything. So, and and Michael, what about you? What was your your thoughts on the overall experience? Oh uh, man, um, let me get uh, any. Um, mostly, everything's good. Uh, the only bad thing, <laughs> it's it's nothing with the con. It's me. My legs were tired uh, after <laughs> after the con because we were just walking around so much. Yo, there's like so much to do there, like so many different uh, vendors. Like, I feel like I, I, I think uh, when I was with Bobby, we made a couple of extra <laughs> rounds just to make sure we didn't miss anything. I didn't want to miss anything. Oh, we um, missed things too, for sure. I think yeah, we walked I know the we same did. aisle and like five times. And then like <laughs> at, at the end when we were walking, we we're like, wait, we, we didn't go down this aisle. And you're like, no, we didn't. We went down this other aisle four times though. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, this is familiar. Yeah. <laughs> We've been here. Uh, but yeah, no, um... I, uh, you know, it, as big as it was and as many people were there, it, it didn't feel too, uh, cramp. There was a lot of space. Um, honestly, I love that they had the little red carpet that went down the middle because it lets you know, hey, that's the, uh, this is the main, you know, you can't get lost pretty much because yeah. of the, the red carpet there. Uh, they, they had the organization down to a T. I like how they had all of the, um, the guests, uh like the um the actors uh and voice actors and the guests they had those in a separate area so those who want to go to them can uh go over there to them and those who want to just enjoy the um the con festivities um they could do that too so um you know obviously artist alley i'm a huge um art nut and just seeing so many talented artists there like I, i'm not too big into the the comic artists or the uh comic uh uh cover scene or even just the comic you know those who do the the comic panels um but man i, I just seeing everyone's you know skill level it, it blew me away um i got to meet one artist that i i follow uh, uh lobos you know um, and I also spent a lot of money on, on prints and art. Uh, overall, man, it. it was, um, it was great. It was great. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, even like it, it looked bad, but you know, even getting in line for food wasn't as bad as it looked. A lot of people were afraid because like, um, the line looked long, but there were a bunch of small lines, but that made it look like one long line. So, yeah. but yeah, no, the, um. That, that was, like, the only bad thing, too, was, like, because the lines, not that they weren't organized, but, like, people who didn't know where the lines were, they just stood there. So they were all standing in the middle. And then same thing yeah. with, like, the the um, 
the guest lines like when you're waiting in line for to meet the guests like <laughs> i was in line for trina nishimura's line on saturday and I, I i was at the end but then i'm at the part where it's 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 supposed to snake and right, then like right. as i stood there at the corner everyone just like started like lining outwards towards the the, the walk path the, the, like the pathway so like i i told the the, the volunteer i was like hey um this this line's supposed to snake, right? So can you get them to snake in the line so they're not blocking people's ways? <laughs> and then like she she had to do that, and I I, I like I, I was kind of a dick, but low key I was like I should be doing this job. <laughs> like, <laughs> so they volunteer. No, man. yeah, no, but but low, low key like honestly I didn't have to wait more than like maybe you know twenty five minutes in line, which for as many people as that was there, not bad. Um, yeah. it, it could have been a lot longer. Um, so I, I think they uh, they really had everything down to a T as far as like how to, how organized it is, what they need to do to accommodate for everyone. Um, but yeah, um, I could go on. But I, <laughs> um, how was it for yeah, you, Ricky, when you were doing the photo ops? Uh, photo ops were so organized. Like um, usually, photo ops are a lot messier at big cons like this. But then I liked how they did it this time around, or at least. I don't know if they do it all the time, but the experience with photo ops, um, they just, you just go there on your time, make sure like you're there for your, your photo op time and your slot. And then they'll just call out like, you know, photo op for Elijah Wood or photo op combo with Elijah Wood and uh, Sean Astin, you know, like they call out whatever you're in line for. Then you got to just make sure you know your group and you have your uh, QR code ready. So what's funny is I, I went in line and um, they they'd call like VIP or they called like the uh, disabled people first, like people who need assistance and stuff like that. They go first, and then VIPs, and then wh whoever's after. I went in line at the wrong time because like I, I guess the 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 photo ops were kind of a few minutes behind since they were doing the the double between the double photos for uh for Sean Aston and and, and Frodo uh, not Frodo but <laughs> Elijah Wood. And so I went in line for the combo, and then I was like, "Wait, this is not the right line." And I showed my QR code to the girl, and she's like, "Oh, you have to, you have to get out and come back." And I'm like, "Okay, whatever." So I, I went back. By the time I went back to the back of where everyone was waiting, it was time for me to go back up there anyway. So oh, okay. um, I, I, I like that they did that. That they made us wait in the back, and then like we all just went to the right lines. That is a lot more safer, a lot more organized, and like because it, if honestly, it is. I, I think it is due to like you know, uh, COVID protocols and stuff like that too, because it, it used to be where everyone just had to just like go into the right line. You know, like everyone's like wait in line one for this person, two, three, four, for, like for this person. And so it was, that's, that's very hectic. And like, you're just, it's like Cedar point. You're standing there neck to neck. It's just very tight and can't breathe. So I'm, I'm glad that they made everyone just wait around the back where like those emergency doors are at. And then, um, just, wait until you hear the right thing being called yeah i know when you went to go do your photo ops you, you probably weren't even gone for not even 30 minutes i think it was like 15 20 minutes you you said oh i'm gonna go do my photo op and then you came back less than that time so yeah most of that time was just waiting yeah like photo ops are very quick because uh like i i learned i learned that like you know when you do photo ops you only get the photo ops for the people you really want to meet you know like if you, if you want to just see them or, or or talk to them, get get an autograph. autograph. Hopefully, they'll let you do a, a selfie at their table. But photo ops are for the people you really, really want to just like see quick and go. That's why, like, 
like my pictures here. You know, I have uh, Billy Boyd here, Sean Astin, Elijah Wood. And then this was supposed to be the Dominic Monaghan. But then the studio freaking took my picture and made it vertical instead of landscape. So I have JJ, an artist friend who was also at, uh, I was going to say Niche Fest, but also at Fan Expo. Uh, she, she's going to edit that for me and uh, give me the 8x10 uh, in a landscape form. I'm going to put it here. So that's so this space is blank for Dominic Monaghan. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that is Mary from Lord of the Rings. So my wall is almost is pretty much complete. I had the four hobbits at the top here, but yeah, man, just um, I, I guess I'll I'll talk about Friday, just going there by myself, uh, just getting the feel of of the uh, convention and the layout of the floor, the floor plans and all that. But dude, driving from from Bobby's house to the event was fucking scary, man. Like I. <laughs> I never experienced traffic like that ever in my life. Like downtown Detroit is not even that scary compared to um compared to this Dallas downtown Dallas traffic. It is absolutely scary. It's um, not that bad. No, it is bad. <laughs> it's, your, it's your rites of passage for for it, it was scary. Like like the thing was like it's it's not that I'm scared of who's driving. It's like I have like some sort of road anxiety when I when I'm going places I don't know. Even I even I have if I have maps, like my biggest fear is like taking the wrong exit. You know, like I freak out about that. But then you know, like you guys were telling me the other like couple last week, like you know, just take the next exit and go around. You know, yeah. it's not that bad. But it's just I don't know. I psyched myself out. So like I took an exit thinking it was the wrong exit when really it was the right exit. So I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> like it, it just panic. And then like I I dr the drive home was a bit better from the event to Bobby's place. But then there, uh, when you take exit, what, when you take 121 out to the, out to the exit oh, right yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to Louisville, there's yeah. no lights there. So yeah. that, that part kind of scared me a little bit. Cause I couldn't see shit. Yeah. But uh, other than that, Friday was very simple. Uh, just went, uh, checked the floor plan. Uh, they let everyone in pretty, pretty early. Uh, usually I think on the, on the, on the um, press badge card, it was supposed to be like at four or like three, three to seven or something like that. Um, getting press passes was easy. I thought that it was going to be a little more complicated, but Dana was really nice to let me just pick up all three passes. So thank you again, Dana. Um, but uh, yeah, just waited around. Um, I went to the Trina Nishimura panel. Uh, that was at four o'clock. She's the voice for Mikasa from Attack on Titan. And you can see here uh, that is the... Mikasa print from her booth with and then I don't know if you guys can see her. Uh it, it's signed by her and she quote she she brought a quote on there too. Um but she was really cool. Her panel was in a smaller room, but the, I liked how they did the panel rooms though, because um when you exit out the main room and you go down those stairs, uh you see like the the stairs that go down to the lower level, and then that's pretty much where all the panels rooms panel rooms are at. They're just all in that lower level, all pretty close to each other. It wasn't not, it wasn't like across the building or some shit like that it was it was a very it was very close so i i liked how organized that was um but trina's booth was really good oh not booth but her panel was really good um i enjoyed it uh just talking about tech on titan and stuff like that and hearing her stories and then on what else after that oh speaking about that so when that panel was done i was walking up up the stairs and she walked out with her, uh, I guess, her security or her manager. 
she was like hey thank you for asking the question and i like i got starstruck because i didn't see her walk out like on my left i looked i'm like oh my god what do i say i'm like you're welcome and i walked away i was like i didn't know what to say i was like oh my god come on ricky i i don't usually get starstruck but like it's just something like that yeah no no like like at KamehameHa, like it, it's so for me, it's very, it's very different to see like when you just walk around and see the celebrities roam around. Like for me, like I don't see that a lot. And so like when you see them at cons, just roaming around, grabbing food, or, or like just walking up and down the stairs, like or they're on their phone or something. Like it, it's very to me. I don't know. If, like as a fan, I geek out about that because like oh my god, they're like being a normal civilian, you know? Like <laughs> usually they're they're not like around that area. Usually most celebrities or most guests. When they're doing that kind of thing, they're in a green room. They're separated from everyone. So you don't see them walk around and, like, be amongst the crowd. So, like, when when, when Trina came out, it was I, I wasn't expecting it. Like, she came out on my left side, and then I was, like, just looking at my phone, and then I just hear her say, hey, thank you for asking the question. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> then I walked up the stairs. I was like, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but uh, oh, she, she, was, she was really nice. And then ap- after that panel, I went to go see uh, my boy James Arnold Taylor, the voice of Titus from Final Fantasy X. Dude, that was the first guest I wanted to meet that day. On Friday, I was like, man, when he got announced the week of or maybe the week before of, of Fan Expo, everyone that I wanted to meet kind of just like diminished. He was he shot straight to the top, so he was the one that I wanted to see. And if you have, if you see here, this is the uh, the Titus print. He uh, he he wrote he uh, autographed it and also wrote like a quote, um, the "Listen to my story" quote. Kind of wish I had him write something different, but I was just so in the moment that I just like, okay, you can write that, you know. <laughs> like I kind of wish I used a different quote. But uh, meeting him was really cool. I, I I geeked out. I I really geeked out and like was damn near on the verge of tears literally because uh, i was telling him like dude I, i've been playing this game since i was in grade school i bought the strategy guide i bought the limited art books which i regret that i don't have it no more because i lost them um i you know i beat 10 i beat 10 2 i followed the fan fictions i followed the you know now that i got the hd remaster i'm playing it again like i was telling him like dude your voice helped define a part of my childhood because i related so much to Tidus and final fantasy 10 and to hear him just like to hear like to him to ha- conversate with him and talk to him about this stuff, it was a very nice moment. And again, shout out to James Arnold Taylor, shout out to Fan Expo for inviting him. Um, even if it was like a last minute thing, I'm so glad he was there all three days. Um, his line was not that long. It was really it was really easy. Um, he uh, I I just I kind of wish he he let me he let me buy like the the video shout out or audio shout out for the podcast. But uh, his manager said no, so I got to respect that. But uh, I gave him a card, and hopefully within the next year or so, hopefully he can jump on Spoiler Force or something. But, uh, you know, one can hope or one can, quote, unquote, dream, you know, like no pun intended, but one can dream. To um, but, yeah, dude, James Arnold Taylor, man, that, that guy made my weekend. Um, what else? After I met him, because I, most, I mostly met voice actors this weekend, like all the – like the Cobra Kai cast and like the, the Dexter cast. And I, I didn't really care so much. I, I met Billy Zapka twice already. I've met Martin Cove. Um, and then like, I was going to, Bobby, were you there? Or was it Michael that we were going to, I was debating about meeting um, Hawk. And then they were like, it's cash only. 
Oh, were I you think get, were you, might have been were, my, I was there for, uh, what's her name? The Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer Carpenter? Yeah, that was me, but I, I don't remember Hawk, so. But I think most of them were all cash anyway, so. I, yeah, I, th I think those that. celebrities, I think th they were cash. Yeah. So, like, I, I, I didn't want to withdraw cash, so I didn't <laughs> want to go beat them. <laughs> I, I, I did it, I'm being honest, I, I didn't want to withdraw cash. I don't, I'm not going to pay, like, a $10 withdrawal fee just to get $40. Yeah. Like, no, I, I'm not doing that. So the voice actors are really cool. They all had like electronics with them. Um, Friday, because Friday, I'm, again, Friday I met most of them. So after meeting James Arnold Taylor, I met uh, I met the voice of Deku, um, Justin Briner. He was very nice. And uh, shout out to the couple who got engaged in front of his booth. I forgot who they were or their names, but shout out to them. It was really a very sweet moment. Um, yeah, but I met, I met James, not James, <laughs> Justin Briner. Uh, he was again. He was very nice. He uh, he liked the spoiler force shirt that had that has like the Detroit smash on it. Uh, he liked that. Then I met Clifford Chapin, who voices Bakugo. He he was pretty cool. Um, very very chill. Um, after I met him, uh, I met Justin Cook. Now Justin Cook is a voice that's like a vet in in the voice acting industry. Um, for those of you who don't know, he voiced Yusuke from Yu Yu Hakusho. He voiced um, Super Boo from Dragon Ball Z, like the tall one. Um, and then he also did. He also does the voice for uh, Kirishima from My Hero Academia. So meeting him was very cool. And he was the first one that I got like a video shout out from. Um, and his speaking voice is just pretty much Yusuke or Kirishima. And uh, I, I kind of like, I didn't geek out as bad, but it was just really cool to hear him speak in person. It's I, I find it very cool to hear when uh when voice actors use their natural voice to beat the characters um and then i think that was it he was the last guest i met that day so that was friday um went to see jj's booth and then uh oh yeah um before that like on friday i got lost trying to find jj's booth because i was like because because if you look at the booths they're like a this number a this number b this number but then there's no like numbers on the booth so you just have to look up the aisles or there's no letters so you have to look up the aisles and then just like hopefully you find them so uh found jj helped J jj take his stuff to her car and then yeah come saturday that's when all three of us went um but yeah so i've talked enough for friday uh bobby you can start like just you know, from what we did on Saturday and what was your thoughts on, on Saturday? Because Saturday was the big day. That's where most people was there. Well, Saturday started early for all of us. I think we got there even 9, right? Around 9, 10-ish. Yeah, before there. 10. We got there before 10. Before 10. Mm -hmm. uh, had to park outside because the traffic line was so long and it wasn't worth the wait sitting in there. So uh, just parked outside, walked in, <clears throat> got in fairly quickly. Um, wasn't really a line or anything. Uh, and then right away we went to, I think we went to the, uh, the guests. Yeah, we went to go see the guests. There were a lot of guests that weren't there. Um, a few, I think there were a few that were already there. Uh, I know I wanted to see some of the wrestlers, but none of them were there. And I felt like every time I walked by the wrestling booth, none of them were there. Uh, I think I think we saw Seamus, but I think there were so many people in front of him that I could barely make out his head. I just saw his I saw Seamus. I saw Seth Rollins. I saw the Bella Twins too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see them. I, I wanted to see AJ Styles, but he wasn't there. Yeah, I didn't see him. I wanted to see Ric Flair, and every time I walked by, yeah, he, he wasn't there either. <laughs> Alexa uh, Bliss, I didn't even see her at all this weekend. Yeah, maybe she was there that, Sunday. I think she was there Sunday. Yeah, but I mean, just in general, like 
it, it, we, the people I wanted to see were kind of there, not there. They were there, but just not there whenever I got there. Um, I think after that, we went to the Brandon Fraser. Oh, Brandon yes. Fraser was there early. So we went to the Brandon Fraser uh, panel. Uh, it was pretty cool just you know hearing him hearing his projects coming up and um everything all the everything that he's been doing and then the questions came and then um after the brandon fraser panel uh man what did we do after that i think we walked around for a bit again i, I went back to go to oh yeah you got the, for Trina's yeah booth, you, you then... went to go get the autograph and then um or to meet an autograph and then me and michael kind of browsed around just to kind of see scope out what we wanted what we didn't want yeah. uh um it was pretty cool like i said we were able to speak to a bunch of small artists and just kind of and there the majority of them i actually i didn't run into anybody that was a bad experience they were all really cool friendly very open about what they uh their artwork and how they feel about it and what was going on in their mind when they were drawing uh there was that one that what was the artist that you uh showed me ricky uh oh the, the rory the Rari R one. Rari and Polly. I think he, he yeah, he was the coolest one. Like he, when me and Michael, we, we, we talked to him too, but when me and Michael went back when I bought the prints that I got, uh, he was explaining to us how he did it and what was going on in his mind and how he got to what he was doing with the, the lines and everything. So it was really, really cool just talking to him and uh, listening to his artistic expression about everything. Um, and then after that, uh, man, did we go to another panel after the Brenda Fraser? I don't think we uh, did. We we tried to go to the the Lord of the Rings one, but yeah, we'll touch think, we'll touch up on that in a bit. Yeah, but uh, um, no, I I kind of want to like bring it back to the whole Brendan Fraser panel a little bit more. Yeah. I wanted to talk about that a little bit, um, because that th this was a panel that started at what I like get 12, 12 or one. I think I think it was like at eleven. I thought or eleven. It was an it was an early panel. Yeah, it was an early early panel. Um, oh, no, it was at twelve. It was at twelve. It was at twelve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it, it was one of the first panels, though, and um, I gotta say, man, this panel surprised me. Like, I I didn't think it was gonna be up until like towards the end when it was just mostly fan questions. Like overall, I thought it was really good hearing his like experience after what he's gone through in his life, and, and to hear him talk, and it was just I don't know. As someone who like we all grew up with his movies, you know, from like yeah. George of the Jungle, Monkey Bone to um what's the one where he did where he met the made the deal with the devil um bedazzled, bedazzled you know uh the mummy franchise you know like i think overall all those stories he he told was great i, I think um one of my favorite moments was when he he talked about meeting jet lee and uh he um i don't know did, did you two leave already by the time he, he talked about that story I think yeah, we were already. Got, yeah, I, yeah. I, I had to leave because my uh the my breakfast was not settling too well, so I needed to get some something to drink. Okay, <laughs> so uh the so I I'll just briefly say uh explain that like so he he talks about how he met Jet Li he he leaves the uh Jet Li's getting back from the airport and he his his limo driver sees that Jet Li's limo driver is right in front of him, so they do like a radio call. And when he meets Jet Li in person, they they make eye contact, and then Jet Li looks at him and is like, we're, we're, I could, you know, we're finding like talking at eye level, and it just turns out Jet Li was on top of the the curb, and Brendan Fraser was standing in the street. So like Jet Li was just really comical about it. So I thought that was really funny how Brendan Fraser told that story, um, and then uh, you know just hearing his experiences, just you know like, and just acting, he he made a point that I really liked in his uh, panel was like. You, know, you have to be really honest with your work and you have to really like your work to do it well 
because if you're burnt out by it or if you, the moment you feel like you don't want to do it, it's not worth doing. And so he, he made some very good, like he gave very good tips to like a lot of aspiring actors and writers and screenwriters and stuff like that. Um, but I, I enjoyed it and it, it was great to just see and hear from, from this guy because if, if you guys don't watch like Doom Patrol or any of his recent movies, you kind of feel like this guy just dropped off at the end of the earth. Like you don't know what mm -hmm. happened to him unless you followed his, his story. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that. Cause like, I, like, I mean, we all know who he is, but then like, it's just, it didn't really hit me how much of his movies that I've watched until I were at his panel and I'm sitting there and I'm like thinking of all the movies that have been, like, man, he's been in a lot of movies that like we grew up on. Uh, yeah, I think we even know. Googled it. Like when we were sitting there, we're like, oh man, yeah, he was a G.I. Joe? <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I didn't even know that. <laughs> but yeah, no, the, uh, man, the, I, I think one of the things that he uh, he mentioned, I, it might have been something along the lines that you said where like, um, I think the first question was like, you know, how do you have like the courage to like go up and to do something? And he said something along the lines of, um, you know, it's it's always going to be scary, but you know, you you developed confidence through being courageous. You know, like you um, you have to step out and you have to be brave uh, and pretty much paraphrasing, but you know, do what's very scary uh, in order to kind of build that confidence in yourself. So, like me, that 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 resonated a lot with me because like I, I, I that wasn't my question, but I I took a lot from that, and then um. On a more liar note, man, some of his some some of his uh, the answers to his questions were like pure comical. <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty sure like the the very, the very short answers he gave to to those questions were like ones he's already answered. And then yeah. you know there were some guests that were asking like questions about his movie that he was filming with Scorsese and I believe DiCaprio. Yeah, DiCaprio. And he, you know, ob it's obvious he can't talk about it. And people were asking him to talk about it. Yeah. So, like, you know, it's just come on, folks. Like NDAs, man. You guys got to respect that. He, yeah. he, he he even went on to say like like there are cameras on. There were yeah. It's like yeah. it was in a joking, comical way, but in a way, it was a little bit of serious. Like, like come true, on, yeah. Even if I did know this, I can't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, but oh, speaking of um, his moment with DiCaprio, I thought that was really cool too. I never knew that. Right, oh, yeah. yeah. He met DiCaprio like at like that young. Yeah, when he's even a teenager. Yeah. Doing, yeah, yeah. Doing the what's eating Gilbert Grape. I was convinced that DiCaprio was like that at his age. Like he yeah. he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said the DiCaprio story when he was uh, he just said that uh uh DiCaprio said that he was the first one that actually treated him like an adult and not a kid. Yeah. And what he mm -hmm. said to him resonated. He still remembered it when they were filming the Scorsese movie really hit hit home to him and it was just amazing, honestly. Yeah, so and that that's crazy though, man. Like imagine meeting DiCaprio at that age. Like he's like yeah. what 14, 15, and then now, like yeah. 30, Where 40 years is, later, you're yeah. in another you're in a movie with him. Like that's yeah. oh man. That's just it's it like it just seeing that kind of growth from someone like Brendan Fraser, like I applaud him for for even coming back to the spotlight like this, man. Like honestly, mm -hmm. he he could have just if he wanted to, he could have just never came back. Yeah, walked away and had a good career. But no, overall, it was a great panel. Um, yeah, very, very great, enlightening panel and humorous too. Yeah, we missed out on the Lord of the Rings one. Um, now I'm not mad at Fan Expo for this, but I was confused because I, on the app, 
it was a you know it's a panel you can go to but then when we got to the line it was like ticketed this is a ticketed event you know so i was confused because i know that there are ticketed events there they're like you know the 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 podcast that um billy boyd and dominic monaghan have the onion friendship or something like that like that's a ticketed event you know so i i know that they have their own thing but then when we left on saturday people were there at the 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 main room one where the, the main panels are at so i'm i was kind of like damn like I saw some highlights, but still just kind of sucked missing out on something big like that. But it's already been done, so what can you do? Um, but that was pretty much Saturday. We, we were there most of the day. Um, and then we had a lot of fun Saturday night. <laughs> we had a lot of fun that night, uh, which is why we were probably exhausted by, by Sunday. Sunday. Um, we didn't even go there that long. We just went there. You guys bought your stuff and then we just yeah, yeah. We went there, prints. picked up yeah, picked up some prints, talked to some more artists again, uh, checked out the dealer, the dealer rooms to see what items are left over, see if we could catch any good deals and everything like that. So and saying I actually peeked into the uh the guest area or the artist not the artist, but the uh the guest area again to see if there's how the lines were and everything like that. So I mean I didn't, I didn't see much there, so same same thing as for Saturday, so just less guests, so yeah, my legs were like legs and back. If I had, gone, if I had gone Friday, because yeah, I because I, I, I didn't go Friday, but if I had gone Friday, I probably would have had to crawl on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, it was, it was rough. Oh, but um, kind of just back backtracking a little bit. After the Brendan Fraser panel, I went to to meet Trina Nishimura. The uh, I met her. I met her in person finally, like to go get her stuff to get stuff signed. Uh, she was very nice. I gave her a card, and then um, hopefully she can be on the podcast too. I, I made, I, I, I think I made some pretty good pitches to the voice actors that I wanted to be on the podcast. Um, there's one or two that I know that probably won't come, but the, I'm hoping that the ones that I feel confident in, hopefully they do jump on Spoiler Force. So if you are watching this, please be a guest on Spoiler Force. Um, but. Yeah, man, that was pretty much th that weekend. Like it, it went by pretty quick, dude. Like uh, just to kind of like recap all of this um i didn't think we'd be talking about this but then like what we're 30 minutes in so we got to fill up more time <laughs> so no, um, i mean even like what uh i think uh, where were you at? i can't remember you went to go do something i think you went to go write uh get an autograph or something but uh, when me and michael actually went to explore the lower levels because we were trying to find the gaming area when we looked at the oh, map yeah. we we're like oh yeah there's like there's some gaming areas on the bottom with us some panels so me and Michael went down over there and uh, we saw the speed dating thing. We're like, oh, Michael, let's go jump in there just for fun. Let's see what happens and everything. But I think it was already going on. So and I think I think yeah. he had to pre-apply pre too or something like that. And yeah. then, uh, but even at that, when we first got down there, I think they had some type of laser tag or something going on down there. Yeah, yeah, it looked, <laughs> it, like it. It looked pretty cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it had some pretty interesting stuff downstairs that I didn't see. I know they had like a, the, what is it? the uh, What was that board game that they had down there? Um, oh, it was uh, it was like D and D. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, those games. And then, um, what else did they have down there? They had a, a few other panels. I think one was like how to grow your content or something. Yeah, there was uh, there's there a lot of podcast content, podcast, um, voice podcast actor contents, and then yeah. um, voice was, actor like, Pokemon panels. one too, or something like that. Yeah, Maybe something. There's Pokemon. gaming ones on that. Yeah, yeah. And, and they had a few other like just TV show panels downstairs, which which was pretty cool. Like I said, uh, we peeked in there. We didn't go in there, but uh, 
lot of stuff going on. And they had a lot of events going on, especially even uh, outside of the, the the dealer rooms and everything like that. They had, um, what was, I don't even know what went on in that stage out there. I know there was, I think when we were leaving, there was somebody a costly was, contest and then there was like live yeah. music or something like yeah, that. I think they were karaoke whenever, whenever we yeah, were leaving like or it. something. They're singing some Disney song or something like that. <laughs> I think it was like I, I didn't even know. Yeah. yeah. I, I, then, I didn't even know. Um, but I know that. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say, and then uh, we saw a bunch of cosplay artists too. So, like I said, when we were leaving, you met that one that we saw when we got we were leaving. Oh, with Lillian, yeah, we yeah. we ran into her like right as we were exiting. That was on Saturday. Saturday, yeah. 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 Okay, it, I I do want I do want to make this clear on the podcast. Like, it's not that we're we just ran into her. We ran it. We we met her at Nishi Fest. We ran into her at Acon, um, and then we ran into her at Expo. Like it was just all coincidence. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even know it was. Her. I felt like, bad I though. Thought, I thought you just wanted to go get a, a picture with a that picture. Like, cosplay. Yeah, and then I like, she looked. She looked like a good Gwen Stacy. So, no, like she, you know, she, she, like she does. Her costumes look great, but like at like at not each fest, but at Acon, I didn't even recognize her, or I, I recognized her just slightly because of her Instagram story, and she was dressed as Sakura. So like I, I, you know, I didn't think I was think I was gonna run into her. Like these cons are huge. Like you follow these artists as fans or as followers on Instagram or whatever, you don't think you'd run into them. So to me, like as a fan, I geeked out a little bit because like, oh my god, like I just saw your story or like you know, I I didn't even know you were here. Like I as a fan, I geeked out. They just yeah. it was weird. Like I I I went to her, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean like scare you or anything. I just it was really cool to just run into you again. So I do want to make that clear. Like I'm not like Stalking. Just running into her on purpose. Like we literally <laughs> just saw her as we walked out. Um, but she was very nice about it. Uh, but yeah, her her Gwen Stacy uh, cosplay was really was really good. Um, and then I, I think the uh, I, I really enjoyed the uh, the Star Wars, the R two D twos, and the uh, oh the yeah, those right robot, yeah, those yeah. are really cool. So we actually think, me and Michael I, actually went over there and talked to them too and talked about yeah. the Did you go to their booth? Because that that's I believe yeah. that's the, yeah they had their, the five first. That's yeah, that, yeah. Like, that's the actual like Star Wars like squad or cosplay group. Yeah. That they they we, they have their own panel too. They were te- teaching kids how to do uh lightsaber fights. Oh, nice! Oh, yeah, they were we using went... noodles though, not not lightsabers. <laughs> they were using noodles. Yeah, we went over there, talked to them, and we just kind of like, oh, how'd you build this? How long did it take? And we're because me and Michael were talking about like, man, it would be cool if they had a BB-8 one. And then they're all like, well, some guy already built one, but he just he was yeah. supposed to come, but he didn't come. And we're like, oh man, that would have been cool to see. And then, surely enough, their booth was near the the gaming area, which we yeah, were, yeah, when yeah. me and Michael were actually looking for. <laughs> uh, and so we we're like, oh, this is the gaming area. Oh, look, the R2D2 things are here too. So it was pretty uh pretty funny. And then I think the other cool thing that uh, that me and Michael saw when we were kind of just wandering around was the tattoo area too. So uh, yeah. a bunch of the tattoo artists were really, really, really good, really talented. Uh, I think I saw like two people getting their tattoos like right then, right then and there. So. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I, I, I took a look at that area, um, and then I, I know in the gaming area there was also the, I don't know if you guys saw them, but the actors from for Power Rangers. Power Rangers, yeah, I saw yeah. that yeah. when we were sitting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the guy who plays Zordon was there. Uh, the original Red Ranger, uh, Austin St. Johnny was there. Um, Wait, and... the guy who plays Zordon was there? Oh, I didn't see him. I saw the yeah, Red Ranger booth, but yeah, I saw the Red yeah he was right next to one. to the Red Ranger. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. yeah. No, right. Well, they, they weren't there when we got it. So, yeah, they, they weren't yeah. there because it was it was 
already close to the end what of time the day. It was, it was pretty. Uh, okay. Because yeah. you were in line for uh, the Lord of the Rings uh, yeah, the, uh, panel. Frodo. We were, no, 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 no. It was the Frodo picture I think you were doing already. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah, I was because oh. I was coming back from the photo op. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I was going yeah, yeah, to yeah. find you guys, but. Yeah, but I'm we were wandering around. around so. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was doing that, that's when I, I saw them, but I didn't. I was like, yeah, my wallet's kind of. You know, What's funny screwed. is that, like, you and I, because we, we were walking to the Brenda Fraser thing, we we walked by it. We just did not see it at all. I guess yeah, because we, like, yeah, we, we, we were focused on looking the for the Where's line. The <laughs> and then when we saw how long the line was, we're like, oh my God, Ricky, you got to come now because this is a long line. I don't think we're going to have seats. And surely enough, there's a ton of seats when we got in, too. So, But I think yeah. we, I feel like we cut the line, too. So. <laughs> No, oh, we didn't. We didn't. Oh, so we, we didn't. got that there was good, on the side, and then they were coming along the wall. So we backtracked to the wall. And we made. Well, I made sure it was the end of the line because oh, okay, it, okay. it was happened to be over there where that uh, concession stand is. It literally is with the beginning and the, the intro. Stand. Yeah. Yeah. When you yeah. first walked in, it was literally right there, and so we just stopped, and then we just turned around and we started walking. So yeah, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't cut in line though. I'm. Okay. I'm positive we didn't. But. Uh, <laughs> No, yeah, but yeah I, I like I like that the the panel room, the the main one had like the screens, so even oh, if you yeah, sat yeah. far away, you could still like enjoy See. the panel instead yeah, of like there trying was to fight up standing in the back. Yeah, there yeah. was a lot of empty seats and people were just standing in the back. So I mean, yeah, they had that. It was a good room, definitely a good room to have the main panel. And so, and then on top of that, if like I remember Michael was saying that when he was talking to the artist Lobos, he could hear everything that they're talking to. So you could just stand outside <laughs> and listen to them talk yeah. too. So. If you want to start your own podcast like Spoiler Force, then sign up with Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout has helped hundreds of thousands of users like me to begin their podcasting journey. With easy-to-use tools, you can effectively get your podcast into different platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, and more. You can view your stats, create audio clips, and even have your own podcasting website. Buzzsprout offers ideas, tips, tricks, and tutorials to help you improve your podcast. Follow the link below, and once you sign up, you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card. This will let Buzzsprout know that I sent you and will also support Spoiler Force Podcast. If you want a simpler way to record both video and audio for your podcast, then sign up with StreamYard. StreamYard is the perfect program to create podcasts, host live streams, and even do video calls. There are many tools that can help you create and design your own personal studio. You can screen share, read live comments, and stream to different destinations like Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. You can also download your video and audio once you're done with your recording session. Follow the link below, and once you sign up with the basic or pro plan, you'll earn a $10 credit to use for StreamYard. Happy podcasting. With with the artists that you guys met, you know, um, Bobby, who who was that one artist that we went to go see? You said that your co-worker's oh, uncle man. was there. Yeah, I forgot his name already. I think it's like Francisco or something. Uh, definitely bought his, uh, his work. He's basically an editor from what I was gathering, but he has his own company. Uh... Great work. Uh, I haven't. I, I read a few pages of the the, the novel that he created. Um, oh that man, noir one. Yeah, noir yeah. one. No, not the noir one. The uh, the anime looking one. Um, oh, I, okay. Uh, I forgot the name uh, of it already. Uh, something was it like with the bird or something? Yeah, <laughs> something flying bird. I completely forgot. I mean, I've been reading it. I haven't read it. I read it a little bit when we were there, kind of just waiting. But I just haven't had time this whole week. I've just been busy with everything to read it. But uh, it's it started off pretty good so far. Um, basically, uh, just the gist of it, she has powers to fly, and she's being entrapped in like a circus for her ability to fly. And they're you know she's trying to in a sense break free from it. So uh, that's basically the first few pages of it. So, but uh, I, I mean I'm gonna probably try to read some every night and try to get it knocked out. So. 
but really excited really cool talking to him just talking about yeah. the the industry when he was talking about like uh how big big companies take advantage of the small people and they'll give them their credits or give them their dues and they they're they're building their companies giving all the rights to the the artists whenever whatever whatever content or characters they create they get to keep it um and they just help them promote it and grow it and I, I think and he says that's how it should be done and i agree like if you're the artist and you create something you should have the right to own it like it's yours you your intellectual property so uh just talking to him for a bit about it and hearing his story uh it it, it really is it's a it's a brutal industry honestly the way he was talking mm -hmm. about it so yeah, he had a lot of good insight on just uh, distributing, editing, and then outsourcing, which was what the like when we were talking. I was like, I wish he was on the podcast so we could like talk about <laughs> it because this is so this is such good content to record. You know, like oh really? Because he, he was talking about outsourcing to that Italian artist that did yeah. like, the anime style, and um, it, it was really good. It's really good art, like good arting, uh, drawings, and everything. So uh, yeah. he like he he created the the characters, he created the story. And then he outsourced the uh, the artwork to this uh, Italian artist that he's been following, and he knows her style, so he knows what she's gonna do. And you know, she does give feedback; like she provides it to him. He he provides feedback. He agrees or disagree or something like that. So, um, but yeah, it came out great. I, I love the artwork and everything. So you got to see it too, Ricky. So it's, it was actually yeah. really good. So. Yeah, I, I'm following them on 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 Facebook or Instagram. I'm gonna eventually reach out to him soon. Hopefully before the end of the year. Um, oh, I I got to meet Freddie Williams. He was the uh, Freddie Williams the uh, second. He he was the artist for the Batman vs TMT TMNT comic books, oh, and nice. uh, he was really nice too. So he we, we I just talked to him about like because he was on a friend on one of my friends' podcasts. So like we talked about that. I just talked about I I told him like dude I I love that. You know, you, you just came out of nowhere with this, like doing the artwork for this story, because no one would expect to see a Batman versus TMNT, and because of that success, it's a trilogy. You know, there's three part. That's three. It's a three. There's three series to this, and then he's also doing the. He also did the art for uh, Thundercats versus He Man, and then I think the one going on right or the one going on right now is uh. No, there was Injustice versus He Man too, I believe, and then there's also the um. Power Rangers versus Godzilla. I think that's the most recent one he's working on. That's, so it's, it's so awesome. many yeah. crossovers. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it sounds cool too. Yeah, it, it, it's. I forgot what comic book company published it. Um, I keep thinking Image, but it's not Image. I I, I want to say it's IDW. IDW published it. Um, because I I, I think TMNT is under uh, IDW, and and usually they, they cross over with DC a few times too. But he did all the artwork for that. I, I didn't get to meet Tyler Kirkham. I saw him, but then his line was wasn't long, but like it was towards the end of the aisle where like everyone's crossing paths. So I, I didn't have time to meet him. Uh, Rory and Polly, we we met him. He, I, the, the guy I, f I forgot his name, but I just know him by the artist name. Um, he was buying stuff that weekend again. Like we talked about his artwork. Uh, I bought his Konosuba set. Um, Bobby, what what did you get from you? You got like the the Pokemon, right? I got the Pokemon. Uh, what is it called? The weaknesses. So the everyone, weaknesses. yeah. And then uh, I bought the Cubone, uh, the Psyduck, which I gave to Christy, and I got the Mew, which Warren got. Um, mm. uh, but yeah, it's just amazing artwork. Like literally, nothing like you've seen before. Uh, so unique and so 
I don't know. The best way to put it's it is derpy just, and cute. Cute, yeah, and it's different. Like it's not. It's it's just his own style. That's the best way to put it. It's his own style, and you get it. Like it's like every honestly, like when me and Michael were standing there just looking at the artwork, trying to decide which one we wanted to get. Every, I swear, I, I, everybody I that walked we, by. I, I think collectively we spent more time at his his, his booth, booth than, than any 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 other, any other single I agree. Uh, artist because it's just you you stare at them and it's just like they're it's so well done. It's, it's so just, different. It's, and yeah, the thing about I mean, his booth too is like it's simplistic, but then and you could recognize the whatever he what character. characters he's drawing. But then, then he has his own like spin on it, which was what really made it stand out. I think like and then like I said, when we were standing there trying to decide, everybody that we hear cross cross by, they're like, "This is amazing! Like, wow, this is so cool!" I saw a guy like video chatting with somebody. Check out this artwork. This is so yeah. cool and everything like that. So it's like it just stands out. And then I think his location was perfect. It's like center dead in the right middle in the middle yeah yeah it just, yeah it was so good and that was zelda one that i uh, lynn wanted I oh wanted to get yeah so the i wanted to get one I, i'm i'm gonna order it i'm for sure gonna get it but i just don't know when but oh yeah no i'm definitely so getting the, the the starter set the, See, starter, the starter i think yeah. i'm getting that yeah, um, I, I wanted. I was hoping Michael would go back and get the ones he wanted because I I missed out on the Rick and Morty one, and then I was like, oh uh, yeah, no, and then I missed out on the the Majori and Bakugo one. I Bakugo, was like, dude, yeah. I'm, I'm still kicking my butt, stuff in the butt for that because I if I got those two prints instead of the, the Konosuba set, I could have gotten uh, Justin Reiner and uh, Clifford Clifford Chapman to sign it. It would have been so so much. Better. That would have been pretty cool. But yeah, and, and even those two. <laughs> yeah, those two broke. <laughs> I mean, his, his, his deals weren't bad though. Like the Konosuba set, like the, they're not small, small prints, but for all four, it was only like twenty one dollars. Well, and there the were canvas I, prints too. So yeah, the, the yeah. ones that I wanted were canvas ones. So they were uh, the yeah. um, I wanted the, the more the pricier gen ones. Starter. Yeah. No, and, and Bobby, you were you were you talking about like trying to do uh like a, oh, a, a commission art. Yeah. yeah, commission yeah. art. Yeah, for your dogs. Yeah, I went to his Instagram. I, was, I mean, most artists, is, I, I, if I see something I like, I ask them. Uh, same with JJ. Like, same thing. I just ask them, do you commission art? Like, because, you know, I love my dogs. So I would love to get, like, artists. I mean, I have a few pictures of them, like, drawn from Etsy and whatnot. But uh, anytime I get a chance to, I, if I can get, like, a artistic expression of him from someone, uh, it would be awesome. And when I was talking to him, he said, yeah, go to Instagram. We, we open a commission in November. But it fills up like instantly. He says like people are waiting for it, and like in a minute it's filled. Um, and so I went to Instagram, looked at the, some of the commission work that he's done. It's amazing. Like um, I, we, that's and then after I looked at it on Instagram and I showed you, me and Michael went back and we talked to him. And I was like, dude, I checked out your commission work. It's really amazing what you do. I love that how you're able to capture the dog and an expression of the dog. And he just he went into details about how he does the commission. He's like. I asked, I asked the people, what do you love about your dog? What's something that you, you, your dog does that you love or anything like that? And then from there, he gets a rough draw, a drawing of what it is. So like, let's just say your dog loves to chase birds or something. He'll interpret that expression in the artwork and everything. So he, he takes the, what the habit is of the dog and what you love about them and puts it in the painting and it, it comes out amazing like if you haven't seen it go to instagram and check out some of his uh commission work it's really really good um i'm hoping to jump in there and get something done too i want to try to get something with all three dogs or just one of the dogs <laughs> well, or he's talking like about that, his so. his commission window and how it's very small and you have to yeah. be like one of the first few in line to actually get yeah. it so it's and it, it's like a countdown and everything yeah. like that so 
He's like uh, but yeah. before Christmas and then post Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like in November, I believe, or a little bit before November. And mm-hmm. then yeah, it's before Christmas and post Christmas that it'll either be done or shipped out or something like that. So we'll wait in line like like for San Diego Comic Con online and like we'll just click and whoever clicks it, we'll just type in Bobby's information. <laughs> <and> get, <laughs> get <them. laughs> No, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad you pointed that one out, Ricky. I, I, I think that was probably one of the, besides meeting the, the main artists, I think he was probably one of my favorite ones that I met. No, just, dude, shout, just shout out to him, great. man, because like, yeah. uh, when I when I met him on, I think I met him on Friday or Saturday. Uh, I think it was Friday. You met him on Friday. Oh yeah, 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 because yeah, because you guys. Were, I met him on yeah, Friday. We I met him on Friday because when I was wandering on the booths and, um. I, I, I geeked out too because I told him like, dude, I've been following you on Facebook for years, and I get to finally meet you and see your art in person. Like, because I, I I just I it was during that time where like when I was following a lot of cosplayers on Facebook, and you know you, Facebook had the algorithm where like, oh, if you like this, then check out these pages. And so I, I this was like what 2015, 2016, maybe even before that. Like I I, I remember seeing his artwork. I'm like, yeah, some of it's good. And then when he first did the uh the starter pokemon i was like oh that's gonna catch on people are gonna like this one and i told him that i was like dude i knew the moment you dropped that set it was gonna catch because moment it drops he does the bulbasaur charmander squirtle that's hot that sells he does pikachu that's hot that sells and then he does the evolutions that's hot that sells does the snorlax does Gen that 2. Snorlax on was good. The yeah. Zapdos was good. The Lugia. Zapdos, the, the fat Lugia. <laughs> the Snorlax. Dude, I'm telling you, uh, he just has so many good artwork. I, I wish I could just buy them all. That's the honest truth. The the, the tiles that he puts for his uh, pieces, too, are really... <laughs> like, the Lugia one, it was like, Lugia, uh, Lugia oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, like I think the Zapdos was like... Oh man, what was the Zapdos? I can't remember. Let me look at see what it was. Because I took a picture of a bunch of the uh the artwork and oh, he's a... he'll let you take pictures of his artwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think the uh oh yeah, the Zapdos was called the It's Elementary, my dear Watson. Man, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, so it's no, like, yeah, yeah. he's very creative with his artistic expression of his style and just you know, relating that to uh something that we know, which is like Pokemon. Uh, yeah, Zelda. but even at that, he had those small prints of everything, like Dragon Ball Z, Demon Slayer, mm-hmm. uh, Rick and Morty. Like I said, I wanted that one, and, but missed out on completely. Just like I said, when I was talking to him, I, I was like, I want these three. And then I went back to just praising him. I was like, dude, I love your artwork. And it just completely <laughs> slipped my mind about the Rick and Morty and until I walked away. And I was all like, oh, man, I forgot to get the Rick and Morty one. <laughs> so uh, it's okay, though. Like I said, I think it was a, it was a good good thing I didn't get it. I, I did spend yeah. a lot that weekend, so. Yeah, same for me. Like, I'm, I'm glad that um I didn't get to spend too much uh, that weekend, at least on art. I, I, I had to hold myself back a lot that weekend. Because like I, I bought the plane, I bought my, I bought my plane ticket for my for my sister's wedding too. So I was like, yeah. God damn it! The moment <laughs> no. we bought that, I think we all went like, oh. Yeah, I know, I know. Well, see, that's the <laughs> thing too, because like that budget. was the it was a short window, right? Because like that those the seats for that flight, we I think it a lot up. of us. I think yeah. Michael was the last bot. Like Michael yeah. was like the one of the I last ones that. Get it. Up. 
because Lynn was getting yours, and then like Matt was getting his too, and then like all of our other cousins. Warren and Christy got them. Yeah, we all. Yeah, I think think we're all on the same flight. (laughs) We are. I think we're all on the same flight going back, going there, and I think uh, majority us on the same flight back. I think Danny Victoria stayed until Monday, so. Okay. But yeah, I mean, oh, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying. All in all, great. It was a great setup, and I really enjoyed it. Like everything in general, I mean, definitely would go back next year. I definitely gotta save up, save <laughs> <a lot> up more. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely save up for for artist alley. No, there yeah. there was one ar- other artist I wanted to bring up, uh, Neko Mimi Punks, mm-hmm. um, Michael, the, the guy that does all the the lewd art. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I love this stuff. I, I felt bad. I didn't buy anything from his booth, even though I told him I come back, but. Uh, I, I got to take a picture of them. I got to meet them, talk to them because um, Victor Crew or Mighty Pegasus Art um, has you know done uh, shows and has seen him or has has booth next to him. And I even talked to I even talked to um, I I forgot his his name's Matthew. Um, I I talked to to Matt uh, the artist and I was like, dude, like I, I told him about how Victor was on the show and like we talked about how there's a certain niche. You know, having that style of art that sells or, you know, you got to have some sort of confidence to this art because you can't just make it and and be worried. You have to just be like confident, like have be ballsy as fuck to, to sell this kind of art. Like, you know that this is going to sell. You know that there's a certain audience that's going to buy it. So we were talking about that. And it was really cool to hear his insight on like, yeah, like I, I just I, I did it. Like, I don't care what people think about me and stuff like that. And like, it's it just I think I think what he's done is really cool. I love his uh, his art style. I like I said, we were just after we bought those plane tickets. I'm just like, I can't buy anymore. And he had he had a really good, uh, your lie in April, your lie in April print that I really wanted. And I was just like, damn it, I I, I don't have the money for it. <laughs> I don't. I was like, fuck, man. Oh. It's all good. It's all good. Just save save money and gives you an opportunity to buy it next time. Plus, so, I think um, you're. You're like me. You're running out of wall room like me. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like I said, I'm I'm gonna put like I I bought a wall scroll on Crunchyroll. No, I'm gonna put it on here on this wall. Um, oh, you, we'll we'll let you decorate the hallway too. Yeah, I'm I'm about <laughs> to start decorating my. Hallway Michael's too. the one with all the prints. Michael's still got prints from Akon he hasn't put up yet. Uh, yeah, I need to get true. frames. Yeah, we'll, don't we'll even probably start do that frame, on, yeah. when we go to Sam's Club or something. But uh. Michael, what, what did you buy? Um, you, you got the, those prints from Lobos, and then what else did you get? Uh, I got some uh, prints from... Because uh, Lobos was right next to uh, Mustafa. And I actually learned that they are... Um, they gr- pretty much grew up together. Um, and they've always done art together. Oh, sorry. Um, Lobos does the, the pencils, and uh, Mustafa does the inks. And, um, uh, you know, it started off with me just tr- going and buying some um, of uh, Lobos's uh, prints, um, which I got, uh, like two, two or three from him. And then, uh, he ran out of the, um, the print holders. So Mustafa happened to me there. He's like, Hey, come on by. I have, I have some, um, you know, some holders you can, you can, you can buy. So I went over there, but I looked at this stuff. I'm like, man, it's, it's, it's good too. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, so, he, yeah, he's the one that he got was- the winter soldier stuff from, right? No, no, that was, um, what was his name? Um, that was someone else. Um, this one, yeah, Bobby that, got a couple of prints. Yeah, I got that. That was the, uh, Goku Vegeta one that I got face to face. But yeah. so your Lobos ones, I was a big fan right. of those that you got, Michael. The Lobos and, um, 
Who was the other one guy? Uh, those Prince, yeah. the Mustafa, those are really, really like, good I, that you got. Like I've, I've been, um, I'm, I'm not like a hardcore devout follower for Lobos, um, nor like for, you know, again, comic book art mainly. I'm just like into like art, art or anime art. Um, but no, that's always like stuck with me, that style. Um, and, you know, just the way he... He draws uh, his, you know, anatomies, angles, proportions, the action that he draws to, um, amazing. Um, yeah, I'm really happy with those. I'm really, really, really happy with those. Um, yeah, and then the um, the Scarlet Witch one. I, I always remember that uh, when I was at uh, Mustafa's um, booth, he had the same one because uh, they worked on that together. And then he said that, like... Um, Someone came up and pointed at that one and said, "I want, I, I want the thick Scarlet Witch." <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no. Um, I also really love how like, uh, just seeing how anime is getting incorporated into the event too. Like, um, so many, so much anime art. Um, e even some of the artists that you know, the comic artists, they uh, like like the one that we got. The man, I hate that. Forgot his name. Um, the one we got the Winter Soldier print from. You know, he, you can obviously tell he does more comic book art, but then he also opens up to doing um, anime as well. So um, I, I love seeing that, that crossover um, between the two, you know, comic worlds, I guess, anime, comic. But mm, yeah, no, overall, like, man, I just, I, I wish I just, like, hit the lottery and then I could go there. I could just buy everything. <laughs> buy all their booths yeah that well that's a good point you brought up too mike because like um again with anime and and western comics the mm -hmm. with anime being more mainstream it's really cool to see that comic comic cons like this or or expo like expos and stuff like that are like that are based for like mainstream media or like comic books they're opening up avenues for for anime and for like the japanese or eastern culture artwork mm -hmm. and all that stuff um yeah, but th there was a lot. There was one guy. There was one artist there. I don't know who he is. I forgot his name. I met him at Motor City Comic Con. I spent like a, a good thirty to forty minutes trying to show Bobby his booth, but we could not find him. And I, ha <laughs> I had I got annoyed too. <laughs> I was annoyed because like, dude, where the fuck is his booth at? And I I I saw him on what on Friday, and he I didn't see it anymore, and just disappeared. I, I'll, I'll eventually I'll find that artwork. I'll show Bobby it. But then, like, I, I bought this really cool black and white, black, white, and red like art style of Naruto and Sasuke. I was like, dude, if Bobby saw this shit, Bobby would buy it. But it wasn't there, so you know, it's not meant for Bobby to buy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. And like I said, I spent, spent a good amount there already, so I don't need to be spending more. So probably a yeah, blessing man. in disguise. <laughs> but but as as we come to a close on this episode. Um, again, thank you to the people at Fan Expo, all the volunteers, the exhibitors, the the cosplays, the the cosplay guests, all of the celebrity guests, the press, all the volunteers, everyone, Dana, the VP, uh, Sean, I think that was his name. Um, thank you to all of you guys for hosting and, and being a part of this event and allowing us, Spoiler Force Podcast, to be a part of this event as well and to be a part of the press. Again, I cannot thank you guys enough because this, for a first-time opportunity to be press, at a bit at a big convention like this is, is a huge move for us and I, I really appreciate that and again i i can't wait for 2023 man like once we like now we now that we know how this how this is and we have like a like our, our feet wet 
Dude, I, I can't wait. Hopefully, we can survive in, uh, like, all three days or something and plan something out more strate- uh, strategically and have more money <laughs> next year so that we can buy more stuff. But uh, I cannot wait. And hopefully, hopefully next year, we can try to score some interviews. You know, I, I know with cons coming back this year, it's hard to, to get some secured interviews because, you know, the, these celebrities want to mostly meet – they want to meet their fans, you know. So, um but again, this was a great opportunity, and uh, yeah, you guys have any last words about Expo at all? Well, I mean, me personally, even even though we didn't get to do any interviews, I think it was a great opportunity for us to network and pass out, you know, spread your words, spread about your podcast. So, got to thank Fan Expo for giving us the opportunity to just spread your podcast and spread, you know, spread what you do and everything. So, we got to meet a lot of nice, cool people. Uh, and network and talk to them about everything. So definitely, it's, it's a great opportunity. So thank you, Fan Expo, for that too. So yeah, and also uh, again, uh, I want to emphasize fantastic job with the organization and you know running the whole event with uh, God. Dude, what was the, does anyone know the attendance numbers? Um, no, pretty I, much no. Was, <laughs> a lot. Well, it was busy, but it, yeah. it was good. Getting in a, a um, number of people in there and just you know taking care of everyone great job um we'd love to go next year yeah but yeah man so that's pretty much our 2022 experience at fan expo dallas um again we can't wait to go there for 2023 i, I know they already announced those dates uh earlier this week hopefully um they'll open up <laughs> uh press passes for us again to, to apply but um but yeah man uh make sure you guys check out you know, all, all the artists that we've mentioned, I'll, I'll try to drop most of the links for the artists we brought up. Um, but yeah, make sure you guys like, share, and subscribe to Spoiler Force. Again, check out the Patreon if you want to support Spoiler Force. Um, there's still one more spot open left for the t-shirt, uh, which I am in progress. That isn't, that is a work in progress still. Like, please be patient with me. It's just, it's been so hectic doing all these cons and getting all these episodes lined up. Um, there's also the Discord if you want to join that to just talk. Um, I will be going back on there and, and being more re- uh, regular on, on Discord soon. And then um, I, I guess I could talk about this like before we officially end things. Um, the timestamp for this episode will drop probably this coming weekend. So today is the 23rd of June. Um, I've got... Episodes 125, 126, and 127 dropping next week, which will be before the, the holiday, which is the what, the 28th, 29th, and 30th. So I'm, uh, uh, next week, I'm, I'm dropping. When you hear this episode, on the week of the 27th to the 1st, I'm dropping three episodes that week. Um, 125, which will be featuring Andrew Liptak. He's a cosplay writer. Uh, an author and, and cosplay artist and he's part of the 501st which we who, who you guys saw for the whole star wars things he he's a part oh, of that group too okay. uh and then on the 29th i will have the episode with rob mccollum who is the voice actor for reiner from attack on titan and stain from my hero academia and then on the 30th i will be dropping the episode with my Tavang, who is a uh Mong amateur muay thai fighter from minnesota that trains out of Warman muay thai so that's three episodes that week just being extra generous to you guys, to the fans and to the followers, because I want to knock these episodes out. And then um, I'm also recording with Emmy Lowe and Brianna Roberts this Saturday the, on the 25th. I cannot wait to talk to them. 
Um, by the time this episode drops, I probably would have already talked to them. So uh, I'm excited for that. And then, yeah, man, like I'm, I, I, I'm probably taking a hiatus at the end of July just to kind of catch my breath a little bit. But if things go well, if if I can get, if there's any like voice actors or anyone who replies to my email that like, oh, I want to join your show, like, uh, then I will probably squeeze in time for them. But as for now, I've got things uh, locked and ready for the next couple of weeks. And then again, the, the end of July, which is my sister's wedding, we'll be there. We'll be back in Michigan and I'll probably be taking a break um, during that week. So yeah, uh, thank you guys again. Thank you, Michael, Bobby, for you know being pressed with me again this year uh, for this convention. And uh, I know that we're we're probably going to be at the, the that small Louisville convention with uh, Sarah and Wiedenhef, the voice of Toru, because nice. it's just down the street from Bobby's house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're going to go with that. And then uh, I applied for press for the Windbloom. Uh, yeah, the, Gen- the Genshin. Genshin. It's a Genshin convention at a hotel. Unofficial, um, but yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it's it, it, yeah, it's unofficial. But then, like the voice of Deluke is going to be there. So hopefully, mm-hmm. if we get if I get press passes, then uh, just go there to go meet him, and then that's it. But get a retribution out of him. Yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly what I want. I, I'll hopefully, I can get a shout out, like an audio recording of that. But uh, yeah, man, that's pretty much the Spoil Force plans. So if you guys continue to follow and uh, you know, follow Spoil Force, you get all the these last minute updates if you make it this far to the episode um but yeah thank you guys again and uh, have a great day if you enjoyed this episode make sure to give a review and rate spoiler force podcast If you want to get all Spoiler Force updates or even peeks at behind the scenes, you can join the Spoiler Force Discord community. And if you'd like to show support, give tips, recommendations, sponsorships, or any collaborations, you can email me at rickyvang92 at gmail.com.